This message comes from 10 Things That Scare Me sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 10 things today to get 10% off your first month. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. Okay. Number one, being attacked by a dog. Number two, losing a belief that we can win. The thing that fuels me every day is like this belief that like, we got this. It's like, that's why I could like sleep in my car during the protest. It's why I quit my job and slept in people's basements and depleted my retirement, defaulted on my student loans. Like it was sort of fine. Cause it was like, you know, I'll get another job one day. That'll be cool. And, uh, We'll win. Number three, falling in a cafeteria. Number four, being shot and killed by law enforcement. I got pulled over once in St. Louis. I was like driving back at like 4 a.m. and it was like a Ferguson police officer. I get pulled over and I'm alone. He comes to the window. He realizes me because I was the most referenced person in the world during the protest. And um, he goes, it's you. And I'm like, hey. And he's like, I don't want to be a cop. Never want to be a cop. I want to be a nurse. Uh, I'm just doing this to make money. I'm leaving the moment I can. You know, it's like this whole story. And he was like, just go, go home, be safe. And that was really interesting because it was this like behind the scenes look at like, you guys are, like, participating in this thing that you don't even believe in, you know? Like, you don't even believe in it. Number five, a tweet gone awry and then having no internet service. Number six, my phone being hacked again. Number seven, needing to be a solid witness to an important event and not remembering a key set of details. You know, in the movies, it's like, you know, how did you prove where you were? Like, did somebody see the, you know, the person got killed on this corner at this time, but you thought it was a kid crying, but it was really a murder, and then you realize, like, so I always play those things in my head, so I'll, like, be going out to get trash in the middle of the night, and I'll, like, make sure that I, like, text my friend just a random thing so there's like a marker that I was awake. You know, I don't know, these random things, I'm like, ah! Number eight, my great-grandmother dying. 
I really don't know what started it, but I used to freak out that she's going to die. Like, I wouldn't leave the house a lot because I just, like, didn't want to not be there, you know? I remember I came out, like, way later. Um, but I remember one day I must have been, like, switching up the stairs and she was like, I saw you switch it. You know, but not in, like, a don't do that way, but in, like, a I see you sort of way. We just had, like, a special thing. She was a sharecropper, you know? She picked cotton for 10 cents a pound when she was a kid. And every time we talked about a world that I lived in, her world got a little bigger, and I could see it. So, like, the thought that I went to school in Maine was really crazy, you know? Um, and I think about um, the world I live in today is just so far different than that world she grew up in. Um yeah, it's those things that I wish I'd been able to just, like, help her see better. When she actually did pass away, I'll never forget, I, she called me randomly. Like, I was in my room uh, in college. She was in the hospital. You know, it was it was our last conversation, and I'll never forget it because even in that moment, she was like, I'm be okay. I appreciate that, like, she... um that she said goodbye, you know, like that. That um, that means a lot to me. Number nine. The idea of like waking up next to one person and like uh, those sort of things, I I just like haven't been there yet. I've been close. So like I'm really I try to be conscious these days of like. I'll go on dates or like I will make time for that dessert. I don't drink. So people are like, you got to drink. So it's like, no, nah, I don't drink, but let's do dessert. Like I make time for those sort of things in a way that I just, I don't want to be one of those people who looks back and, and I'm like, I fought the good fight. We like got these incredible wins and in civil rights. And like, I actually didn't, I didn't find joy in my own life. Number 10. So as a kid, I like, like I couldn't imagine past 18 because in Baltimore at the time, it was like a really dangerous city and the idea of death was really present. I remember for like a lot of years as a kid, I would have these nightmares of like jello and spaghetti, like drowning in them is like really awful ways to go out. For some reason, it was like, I don't want to die drowning in spaghetti. Like the noodles getting your nostrils and go down, like that's just awful. My name is Dorian McKesson, and these are 10 Things That Scare Me. Dorian McKesson is a civil rights activist from Baltimore, Maryland. The 10 Things team includes Amy Pearl, Daniel Guimet, Odelia Rubin, Sarah Sandback, Emily Botine, and Paula Schumann. Music and sound design by Isaac Jones. You know what scares me? That when I imagine, like, the taste of a marshmallow, it's completely different than somebody else's taste of a marshmallow. 
What are you scared of? Tell us at 10thingspodcast.org.